in the podcast last yeah. week. Somebody yeah. called you and was like, "Who's your man? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> who's, aka, whose man's is this?" Well, just so, just let me know what he was addressing, so I, so I may address. Nah, there was. Shout out my guy. He <laughs> yeah. He called. Let me, before you say that, a lot of times I listen to the podcast in ten minutes and ask myself, "Who's my man?" <laughs> who's <that? laughs> so like, it's not like I'm like writing this shit down. Shout out my guy. He called me. He was like, "Yo, um, I guess you you alluded to the fact that like you don't, you know, like you don't put any emotion into interviewing. Like it's it's an emotionless thing for you. Oh you yeah. Call that. Yeah yeah yeah." And he made like a really valid point is like, how do you how, like, how do you not have any emotion? Like, if you care about what you do and you're passionate, like you're going to have fucking emotion. Yeah. But you also if we've been through it. You, you get cold. It's just like a, another day in office. Yeah, I hear you. So like, there is emotion, but it's not like a, I'm not getting anxiety about so, it. So, I mean, maybe Thomas doesn't catch feelings. Yeah, because he I, emotes, he gives right. emotion out, right? But like, he doesn't catch feelings about things that are said or not said in that interview. And I also, and this may be, you may take me as a pessimist, but I also think that I'm more unlikely to get the role than likely to get the role, just because of like the way numbers work. So if there's like, one role and there's a hundred, the way numbers work. If there's one job and a hundred people applying, like the, the odds are not in my favor. Like just so I don't ever really go into it thinking that they're in my favor. I do my very best and I just live with it. It's like taking the last shot. You take the shot and you live with the consequences. Or you just don't take the shot. Yeah, but, you know, like, you, you got to have some sort of emotion. You know, like, it's like like you just you, you take the shot, right? Yeah. So if we're going to, you know, use that analogy with basketball, all the greatest players have emotion. Whether they fouled the player or they didn't, they respond the same way. Or did they? Name one name one legend that doesn't have emotion on the Kobe. It's just reps. I take that same shot a hundred times. Either I make it or I miss it. It's done. Kobe, shoot, he 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 showed emotion on the court. He was never emotionless. I I don't think that I align with emotions the way like most people do. Like I don't necessarily think that I'm good at knowing when I'm emotion emotional about something. So to your man's. <laughs> Point, like sometimes I'm more emotional than I give myself credit for. So like I may be emotional about it, but just don't really. Are you basically telling us you're not self-aware? I'm self-aware that I that I'm that I have problems with acknowledging my emotions. You need help, son. We all do, yo. We all do. We all do. I'm not. I'm not mad. Yo, you know what I've been running into? Um, different emotions. Reading the room. So coming in with a recruiter or an HR representative who is an empath, right, who really cares about who this person is and emotion versus getting to a hiring manager and yeah. that motherfucker not caring about it. It's just business, right? It's right. just like, I don't give a fuck what you feel. What can you do? You I know? Mean, and that's not every day, right? So, like, I guess my question to you is how do you balance that, like, lack of emotion on that side where, to Thomas's point, like, reps. no emotion, right? It's reps. Wait, yeah. the question is, like, from the, the hiring manager side? Is yeah, that- like you want them to read your emotion, right? Like you say that someone's supposed to be passionate, you're supposed to have emotion about it, but when that doesn't matter, like what do you do? Yeah, well, that's part of the the, the issue of hiring is hiring managers aren't well-educated on the process, yeah. which includes emotions. 
Yeah. You know, like they don't know how to take that into consideration that, you know, like what makes up a diverse group of people is diverse people. Yeah, diverse sets of emotions. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, which come with like, okay, Brian, your background, the way you approach things, maybe because of where you were schooled, how you grew up, and it doesn't necessarily mean you can't do the job. I've heard hiring managers go, this person's way too quiet, especially in the product world they think someone that's too quiet can't delegate and yep. lead which i think is 100 percent false that's an exact problem that um some feedback negative feedback that i have from my my last job was that you don't lead the way i want you know i want you to lead i want you to take control i want you to take charge and you know demand whatever attention i'm right. like that's not me i'm the low collaborator like i know a way to bring people together you know without right being right. the center of attention. Right. Yeah. I think we don't applaud people who are, Mars. uh, <laughs> we don't, we don't applaud people who are diplomatic and, uh, take a, a listen first approach. Yeah. And that's exactly I know you don't be fucking with me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> nah, but like that is one of my, the most annoying things. Oh, they're too quiet. And it's like, yo, that has nothing to do with their ability to first listen and Thank then, you. Two years, like, one mouth. Yeah. Like, you want someone that's just going to jump out the window and be, you know, like Susan or Karen? The fucking man. Yeah, you, you, everything. Do, you do, though. Like, it, it, like the Freakonomics book just, like, popped in my face just like, thinking about that. You actually do want someone loud and that looks like and boisterous and ridiculous to have that role as a hiring manager because that makes you look good. Now you got this, like supposed rock star that may not know anything, but they look like a rock star, so then you look like a rock star. Yeah, but when they start fucking up, you know, like... You, fucking you up is subjective, too. You, you spend most of your time course correcting. Yeah. You Agreed. know, like, this person's loud, and he pissed off another group, you know, engineers specifically, in, these, in most cases that I hear about. Yeah. Yep. And you spend your time trying to talk to the CTO or the, the director of engineering about... Why niggas ain't doing shit for you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but if you're gonna take a bet, who you gonna take the bet on? You gonna take the, and, and trust me, I'm I'm more in Brian's lane. You you see me in office, like I'm not really a rah rah person at all. But um, if I gotta take a bet, and it's it's probably gonna be with the person that's gonna make me look better and hopefully be able to do the job right, then the person that's not gonna make me look cool but might be able to do the job. It's stupid, but that's how people naturally think. I'm going with the most qualified person. And if that person is quiet, then my job as a leader is to figure out how do I use that as a strength as opposed to someone who's not capable but just loud. So let me make sure I'm I'm clear with what I'm saying so that your mans don't yeah. you know, <laughs> I I agree with you. I think that everything you're saying is absolutely right. I just think that a lot of folks will make kind of quick movements and just do things the way that they are the way they're just going to look better. Yeah. Like, yeah. You in sh- this instance, for sports reference, the loud person who isn't doing a lot is Pat Beverly. Mm. As opposed to... Right. Right. Yeah. Right. As opposed to a much quieter guard like... Mike Conley. Mike Conley or Fred Van Vliet that still putting yeah. up numbers. Right. And not saying a damn and word. And not saying a word. But guess what? Pat Bev just got paid. <laughs> like in Pat Bev, like arguably might not even belong in the NBA. Yeah, but, but because like, he's loud and boisterous, he got and paid annoying, for ticket sales. Yeah, for, he's for got a media check. coverage. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. for no, Sports Center clips. They've hired two new point guards <laughs> since 
he's been the starter point guard, yeah. right? Pavel got paid because he's out there. Yeah, that's. I mean, shout out to Pat Bev, but a hustle is a hustle, man. I get like, do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. So you going you gonna start yelling? No, <laughs> Yo, never. It's not even in my DNA. To, Yo, that's to do that's that. part of like we'll probably cut this whole thing and make it one episode. But like, yeah. that's part of what Chad is saying about diversity. Like, I didn't I didn't grow up being loud. Like, I grew up yeah. as that being a liability. That's just yeah. the way I was raised. Facts. Being loud and boisterous and over communicating was a liability. That's yeah. how you end up in a situation. Yeah. 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 So like. Then you try to transition right. as a corporate, it just don't fit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's so funny. My first my first my, my first job out of college um was at careerbuilder.com. Ooh. Yeah. It's like it's an OG.com. That's wild. And rest in peace. My guy Vince, he was mm. uh much older than us. He black, black man. He said, Yo, you never want to be the story. And I, I mm. that stuck with me from like yeah. day one. You mm. never want to be Shout the story. Shout out to Vince. Yeah, and like when you first, you like, damn, shit. You never want to be the story yeah. in the office. It's real. Like, you never want to be a story. Period. Period. Yeah. yeah Ever. Period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, exactly. That that just goes back to being a liability. Yeah. You know, like if you're a liability, you part of the story. Yeah, I know people that's that are part of the stories, and like, and you you probably know people like this. I've been in interviews where, did you know Charles? Charles used to work with you at XYZ? I'm like, yeah, I know Charles. Yeah, that asshole never showed up to an interview with me. I'll, ne- I'll never oh, hire him shit. anywhere I go. Like, I've I've seen that in real life because wow, someone just, yeah. they were the story. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yo, and backdoor referencing happens a lot now. That's like, what that's called? Yeah. So, That's crazy. Yeah, it's called backdoor reference checks. Huh. So basically, put me on, my nigga. What's that? Yeah. So for those that don't know, backdoor reference checks is basically when you like, is that your man's? So they'll go, oh, you worked at so. They'll look at someone's resume and then they'll go, oh, this person worked at X Y Z. I know someone that worked at X Y Z during the call same her. time. Let me hit him up and see what the scoop is. Right. And then oh, okay. That's what happened for forever, though. Yeah, yeah. So like, you you could get a call. Yo, do you know so and so? Yeah, I didn't work with them much. And then someone can make a snap judgment just based on what they've heard. Yeah, and be like, I didn't work with them much, but I do know someone that did, and they didn't really enjoy working with them. And then that could be the end of your your Damn. opportunity. Yo, yeah. but that's the ill so part, especially whack. in this industry, right? Especially I like mean, in media. Oh my lord, is it whack or not? Like, here's the thing. Reference checks are bullshit to me, right? Like, oh, they are. They are. So that it's a waste of a call, wasted three numbers, because right. you know anybody that you put up there as a reference is. Oh my god, life. Brian is so great! Yeah. You know, like loo, 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 loo. so the backdoor shit, I get it, but also that one instance where you might have rubbed somebody the wrong way by being the quiet dude in the office could fuck your whole rep up. Yeah, absolutely. It's unfair. Yeah. Because naturally, as human beings, we're not all program to get along with one another no so if that one person that you just didn't vibe with is the person that is actually getting the call on you it's unfair meanwhile there's 50 other people who are like thomas is great to work with brian was phenomenal to collaborate with but that one person it's just like, nah, I'm good. He's too quiet. Yeah. My, my problem with this whole, I'm going through the interview process right now. My problem is that I can't fake it. Like, I can't be, I can't put on a show of like, yeah, I'm enthusiastic. I'm great. Like, nah, I'm real. This is what I do. I collaborate. I get shit done. 
and that's what it is, right? It's almost to Thomas's point, like emotionless, right? Yeah. To a point. And I've won over certain first rounds, right? In terms yeah. of like HR and, and hiring managers, but like also getting up those ranks, like seems like people want you to put on a show to show that you really, really, really want to oh, yeah. work that place. So because I've been emotionless in this in that process, I have tap dance because it's like yeah. I'm just doing it for the game. But the problem with the tap dance is it's not sustainable. So now I tap dance and I made it look like I'm like, you know, this loud, boisterous guy and I put, give you this amazing presentation and I just do everything by the book. But then like two weeks later, like I'm tired of like fronting. Yeah. yeah. And it just it's just not sustainable. Yeah. So, it's not. I mean, I need, you know, at the end of the day to find a job, but like I'm also looking for a place that will understand that, you know, yeah. that realness and, and the fact that I'm not trying to pretend. Damn. No, no, nobody someone, cares about realness. Yeah, someone, they ain't trying to hear your realness. At all. Like. They're trying to hear, like, how do you make their life easier mm-hmm. and how, you know, how you make sure they continue to put food on their tables. That's, That's what it. it's about. Yeah, man. I mean, I get it. I, I, I'll try. <laughs> try yeah. to. F- like, that's why a lot of times in order to get hired in certain places, you, you got to know somebody. Right. Yeah. Because that's how you circumvent the backdoor reference checks. That's how you skip the assumptions made about whether you can do the job or not. And if you are quiet or boisterous, a dickhead or um, too nice, which I've also mm. heard this person seems too nice. Mm. Like, yo, that is fucking. How is the, that even a thing? Yo, I had a meeting recently and I please, I thank you and I do you mind. And I like. I'm very, I can't help it. I'm black, and that's how we were raised. Like to yeah, be very, yeah. very like, you know, if, how depending on how you feel about that, it's, it's a whole other conversation. And I was just like, they looked at me like I was weird mm. for saying please and thank you. Like in the middle of a, a like a thirty person meeting, I can't help it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing, man. You like, look whack. You, I've I've seen hiring managers make a, a lot of uh, excuses as to why. They don't want to hire someone. That's too nice. No, like just in general. Oh, you know, um, it's a vibe. That's what I always. That's what I always tell candidates is like, look, it's out of your control. Yeah, it really is. It's out of your control. I've personally have, um, like flamed interviews where I'm like, fam, got it. Mm. And I've also and didn't get the job. And I've also bombed interviews where I'm like. I didn't get this shit, and I get the call. Yeah. So like, yeah. it is truly out of your control. You just like go in, do a great job, and walk out that motherfucker and continue on with your day. Because yeah, really, it comes down to like needs, other talent. Like, there's so many different like forces that are happening at one yeah. time. Yeah. It's like you really don't. Again, that's why I feel like you probably shouldn't get emotional about something because, like you said, it's out of your control. So for your man's anything that's <laughs> Yo, anything that's out of your control, nah, I probably know him too. That's the funny part. Right. But like when it comes to something that is out of your control, you probably shouldn't be emotional about it. But if you that would care, be logical. I think the point is I get that part. Yeah, like you care, you know, you like you you can't be emotionless through the interview process. You can't be emotionless through. Like in certain meetings, like that passion is what allows you to wake up and walk into that motherfucker. Nah, I don't. It does. It don't, bro. What do you mean? I mean, it does, but like we got this certain level of like survival that gets you in there yeah. too. 
Yeah. We're not all working for like we're not all working with like this like just complete love for everything we're doing. We like it a lot, but like, nah, I'm not getting up in the morning and, and feeling as if I would feel as if I was going to like hang out with the homies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not yeah. that. I'm yeah, going to war. Also, That's how I feel about it every yeah, day. But also, like, be candid. I think you're doing something you don't really, you know, want to do for the rest of your life. Um, I always want to work with brands and strategize for the rest of my life. Uh, I think that's something I'm passionate about. Um, right. But I'm not passionate about necessarily all of the environments that I've been in. Right. Yeah. So, like, that may take right. some of the passion away from it. But, yep. I, you know, I like what I do. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't like what you do. In that I'm just sense. clarifying that for your man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna get him on the show one day. That's cool. Yeah, you can hang out, we'll talk about it. Yeah, you know that'll be a dope interview. Would it really? It would. Let's do this guy's skin in the game. Cool. He's not. He's not a. He's not a. A young buck. Got it. Yeah. Mm. Got it. Well, I appreciate uh, feedback. Feedback, especially from a from a someone who's getting in the game. Yeah. Yeah. No. That'll be dope. How y'all handle this corona? This nah, but how is he, he wearing cool sneakers and shit though? Or is he like you know different? Nah, he's definitely a cool sneaker guy. All right, cool. Then we can rock yeah. out then. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely you know you know violate me. I'm just waiting for the <laughs> coming my shoe game like. Not even the shoe game. Oh yeah, you're a grown man. Oh okay. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Yeah, yeah. Chad don't even play with women, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a pull up.